Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 947. How to Get Better at Body Awareness by Kate Galliott of theunbreakablebody.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Hey there, welcome to a Tuesday edition of Optimal Health Daily. This is one of five podcasts where we read to you from blogs for free so that you don't have to read them yourself, except on Fridays. That's where I usually answer your questions. Now, to check out our other shows, Just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this. I'm gonna keep this intro nice and short, so let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. How to Get Better at Body Awareness by Kate Galliott of theunbreakablebody.com. Whoa, why was that so much harder than when I've done planks before? 30 of her fellow session attendees were expressing similar sentiments as they relaxed onto their mat, having just gone through the torso strength component of the session. I didn't have them put weights on their backs or lift one leg or hold for an extended amount of time. I'd simply taught them how to use their torso muscles in a more stacked and connected way. And in doing so, planks had become much more of a, oh, I feel that type of exercise for them. Taking the path of least resistance. In movement and sports, you want to find the easiest and most efficient way to get something done. The problem with that is you're efficiently moving by using compensations or suboptimal movement patterns, which usually isn't more efficient at all. To be a good mover, you want to conserve resources while generating a solid power output and maintain joint alignment as you move. This will look different from one group of movers to another. While there are some truisms that generally hold up across the board, Extreme torque or twisting on the knee joint isn't a great idea. It won't look exactly the same for everyone though. A ballerina will look to achieve a different joint alignment than a rock climber, for example. Think of it like a board game. You want to take the path of least resistance while also avoiding the cauldron of compensation. You also need to collect gold coins for joint alignment success. And you need to save princess moves well. 
In this case of the plank, if your torso isn't strong enough for the rep or weighted plank goal you've chosen, your path of least resistance is through a big rounding in your back and shoulders or a large dip in your lower back and hips. This takes you directly into the cauldron of compensation. And the cue to correct this issue doesn't work too well for most folks. Lift your hips or flatten your back often turns into overly compensating in the other direction. In this instance, it's as if the spine is one moving piece instead of having 33 pieces that allow movement. Segmented yet connected. Think of a roller coaster going up that first big hill before the exciting big drop down the other side. As the first car is already starting to head down the big drop, the second and third cars are on top of the hill, ready for that exhilarating drop. And the fourth, fifth, and sixth cars are still climbing up the hill, not yet at the top. Your spine is capable of articulating in this way as well. And when it does so, it becomes easier to distribute load throughout the spine and organize movement so that the right areas are bracing while the other areas are moving. And it also becomes easier to rotate well, access rotation, flexion, or extension from the correct areas. To move well, your body needs to be able to control some parts of itself while it moves other parts. Your spine never stays in one position, which is why I often remind you that good posture is something that moves, not something that's frozen. And it's up to you to build pathways for your brain to access muscles and movement patterns. How to connect with your body position. So why did the session attendees buzz with excitement after I took them through a better plank drill? because they were connecting to better joint alignment, which took them away from their old compensatory patterns, which caused them to feel their torso muscles in ways they weren't used to, but that were much more effective for the task at hand of make the torso stronger. There are dozens of ways to improve a plank position, depending on what you're doing or not doing as you do the plank. Instead, I wanna give you one simple tip I use with my coaching clients to help them understand if they've maintained or lost their body position for the plank. This works for other movements too, by the way. Even if you're not a great kinesthetic learner and you feel like you've always been clumsy with your body, this can help you improve. Now, if it's safe to do so, do this exercise with me as I describe it. Don't worry, you won't need to get sweaty or even get on the ground if you're listening to this at the office. If you're in your car, bookmark this section and come back to it. First, a bit of setup to get you as close to a great starting point as you can without me being physically present. First, sit up off the back of your chair or stand up or take a kneeling position if you want to get on the ground to try the plank right after this. Second, your rib cage. On your next exhale, stretch out the exhale, taking a nice, slow, long exhale, and as you do so, relax your rib cage down into your torso. As you relax your rib cage, the bottom of it should aim at the floor. Next, leave the rib cage as is and move your attention to your pelvis. Imagine your pelvis is a bowl of soup. Move your pelvis so that you tip the soup out the front of your pelvis soup bowl. Then, switch the tip and move your pelvis so that the soup tips out the back. Rock your pelvis forward and backward in that fashion a few times. Then find the happy medium between the two. Now your setup is complete. For those that are hypermobile or if you have a previous injury, the setup I just mentioned is a great drill to start to bring your awareness and understanding to your torso and how it can move. Now that you're set up, 
Here's the simple tip to make you more aware of compensations you may be making as you perform a plank. Again, this works for other movements too, but let's keep it focused on the plank for now. Imagine tying the string to your pubic bone, which is the bony part of the front bottom part of your pelvis. Once your string is attached in both locations, imagine it being taut like a guitar string. If you round your spine from where you're positioned currently, the string will get loose. If you arch your spine, the string will break from pulling it too tight. See if you can imagine how altering from this stacked position will change your imaginary string. If you start with good stacked posture, but go into your plank and turn into a turtle with a rounded back, your string will change its tension. If you start with good stacked posture, but go into your plank letting your hips hang toward the floor with an arched back, your string will change its tension. Additionally, If you're in plank and trying to correct your compensation, moving the entire spine and pelvis as one unit won't change your imaginary string. So the next time you do planks, try to find the segmented yet connected articulations your body can make. Use your imaginary string to guide your body awareness. Can you bring your hips up from being too low while simultaneously avoiding bringing up your mid-back? Can you lower your overly rounded upper back while simultaneously avoiding lowering your hips as you lower your back. This was the jumping off point I gave those session attendees. But as for the specifics of what I did with them, well, you'll need to be at one of my workshops to experience that. You just listened to the post titled How to Get Better at Body Awareness by Kate Galliott of theunbreakablebody.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search but what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Body awareness is so important. You'll get body awareness as a nice side effect of participating in physical activity. You just learn what your body can and cannot do. But when it comes to some of this perfect form and doing these exercises so that you really engage the muscles that you're trying to work, Well, sometimes that does require the help of someone else. Just as Kate mentioned, hiring a certified personal trainer, someone who knows what they're doing to guide you and to watch you to make sure you're doing it correctly, that's a great first step. But again, the key is, is to find someone who actually knows what they're doing, who has a certification through an organization that's considered well-established. The American College of Sports Medicine would be one example. The American Council on Exercise, If someone has a certification from either of those, they know what they're talking about. 
Even after I received my exercise physiologist certification from the American College of Sports Medicine, I still went out and hired a trainer who had a master's in kinesiology because I wanted to be sure that I was doing everything perfectly. And I learned from him things that I never knew about. And so I hope you don't feel embarrassed or bashful about hiring someone to show you the ropes. Because you know what? You can never be too careful with your body because getting injured will set you back potentially for a long time and it's just not worth it. All right, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber of the show. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift, as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.